With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good morning and welcome to Morning Java. Brought to you as always by Get-Go Cafe and Market, where Dale as always, they've got the fresh food, the cool drinks, the quick service, and the clean service. I've been using them. I had myself a buffalo chicken wrap earlier this week and it was great. I'm sure it was, Chris, and, and the, everything at Get-Go is fantastic. One thing that's not fantastic right now, the Pitt football program, because, well, they lost a really good football player this week. Yeah, it's like I, I get announced that I'm starting the beat, and then they lose their top recruit, their top guy. Uh, just uh, If this is the pace that we're going at since I work on this thing now, it's going to be a little scary. But, yeah, Jalen Twyman, uh, Pitt defensive tackle, their star, their best player, uh, announced that he's – First-round draft pick. First round, I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, everybody, everybody that I look at that's the draft experts has him at the lowest going in the middle of the first round. Like, you know, and, and that's and that was if that, that was looking to possibly be improved if he would have had a great 2020 season. But of course, he's taking it safe, he's taking the safe route. He wants to protect himself, not maybe expose himself, and just get ready for the 2021 NFL draft. Now, Pitt still does have a lot of talent. On that roster, Paris Ford still at safety, and he projects as maybe a second-round pick. Uh, they still have Patrick Jones II as the, as an edge rusher. He projects as maybe a third, fourth, or fifth-round pick at edge rusher, depending on how good his season might be. And uh, we we spoke to Demar Hamlin and Patrick Jones on Friday, and they both seemed like, "Hey, we're in 100%. There's no doubts here." So um, Pitt lost a star. But they still have a lot of pieces on this roster, Dale, that I think will make them at least competitive in the ACC. Chris, we've seen uh, the MAC already go to a spring football season, uh, college football season. Uh, we're seeing some other – the other power conferences talking about potentially doing the same. We have the governor here in Pennsylvania talking about, well, we shouldn't play sports this year until January 1st at the high school level. That doesn't work if you follow the timelines. Yeah. Uh, if, if we saw Jalen Twyman, as we talked about in the previous segment, already opt out, we've seen uh, you know one of uh, one of Penn State's top players already opt out. Um, and if they play in the spring, I guarantee you, twenty percent of the senior class or guys who were going to go into the NFL draft this year are going to opt out. They're not going to play this year because yeah. why would you? Why would you risk? getting hurt in February, March, or, or, or April um, when you're going to be playing in the NFL within the next four or five months. You're not going to. I agree with that entirely. I just I think it's not workable when you think about one. Also, that's the combine. Those seniors, like, you know, the, the combines in what, March at, at best? It's like, come on, like, you expect them to pass up on that as an opportunity while, you know, and to focus on a whole season. Mind you, I, I, there's no guarantee that COVID is just going to go away by that time and that there's still not going to be all these precautions with masks and face shields and checking everybody all the time and testing all the time. Like that's, we're not sure if that's going to go away by springtime. I, I think that 
if you're if you're not going to do it, don't do it. Push it off to next year. Start again in 2021. But there's a lot of the Power Five schools seem seem like they have a lot of push to be able to to play and start this season in September. Play it through and then see what you want to do. You know when when the winter comes if with with a playoff system. But if, if you try to push it to spring, not only are those top players going to want to opt out because why am I going to beat myself up, not give my body any time to recover and then play in the NFL, which is only going to beat me up 10 times more. It just, it seems like it's not right. And then on top of that, the programs are going to have to re-gear up extremely fast. That makes sense for basketball. That might make sense for baseball, not in football. Football, you need that rest time for your body after a season to to get all, all the stress out to kind of cut and recover from all the hits you've been taking and then go, go at it again. Yeah, I agree. I just don't see that as being a possibility. Uh, and to your point, um, there's no, there's nothing that says that, that things are any better in January. Um, if, if you can play the games, play the games. I, I just don't think I, I, people are, are on the NFL. I don't think there'll be a season. Look, the NFL is planning on a season. They're planning on a full season. Those players are, it's, it's on them to stay, you know, clean and, and, and make sure that they, they keep themselves COVID free, um, you know, when they're outside the facility. But when they're inside that facility, they're not going to have any, there's nobody has any access to these guys uh, that they wouldn't normally have, or that they don't have the access that they would normally have. So, you know, they're going to keep these guys as safe as possible. And, you know, you, you just try to play, you just try to make the best of the situation. I don't know that the college football, you know, I just don't know if they can do that. If they're going to move it back, they might as well cancel it. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. So, Dale, Ben Roethlisberger, sounding really confident earlier last week, talking about how he tore through three tendons, but he's made a good recovery. He feels like he wants to win Lombardies, and he emphasized the plural. Um, and you were able to talk about – we saw the videos that were posted of him throwing the ball, looking comfortable. What's your readout on how Ben is approach, approaching right now? This, you know, people were saying this, this was unrealistic to expect him to just come out and ball, ball out like he, like he's Ben Roethlisberger in his prime. But to me, he looks fine and ready to go. Yeah, I, I think the timing is going to be the one thing that it takes a little bit of, uh, it takes some time to, to get back on track with that. Uh, if you watch the videos of him uh, maybe throwing behind some guys a little bit, those kind of things. But those are things that will get worked out. The arm strength right. certainly looks like it's there. Looks like he has the confidence in the arm to let it, you know, to let it fly. Um, so I, I expect him to be back and, and play with a chip on his shoulder this year. Uh, he's a guy that, that likes, to, you know, that underdog role. He likes to be doubted. Yeah. And so, you know, I expect him to come out and play uh, well this year. Um, you know, maybe it takes a game or two for him to get his feet back under him when, you know, it's, it, when they play that opener in, in uh, New York against the Giants, that will be almost a year to the day since he uh, pulled himself out against the Seahawks. So uh, he'll have gone a year without playing football competitively. That's why, one of the reasons why he said he would have liked to have had a preseason game or two just to, to get his feet back under him. But he'll get there quickly. Their defense will keep them in games. Uh, and even if he you know, isn't the Ben Roethlisberger of old right away, he'll get there. And so I expect them to, uh, to be quite good this year, as I, as I made mention in my 10 thoughts the other day. Mike Clay in his uh, ESPN rankings had their roster ranked fourth overall in the league. Wow. I, I, don't, I don't think that's pushing things. I think they do have a very deep – I don't know. It's deep in certain spots, but it's certainly a very talented roster, maybe their most talented roster in the last decade.
I know, when you look at the at the roster, there's very few actual weak points in the starting lineup. When you look when you look across the board, the defensive front, the linebackers, the cornerbacks, the safeties, the the quarterback, the offensive line, the wide receivers, running backs. You could say maybe that's the that that's a weak spot, but all in all, you look across. There's no weak department where you're saying, hey, we can just pick on that department and, and like like how teams used to pick on the Steelers secondary or how last year they just said, hey, Devlin Hodges, Mason Rock, beat us. If Ben's healthy and he's starting, I think this team's in a very good spot. I'm all with the confidence that this team could could do a lot of damage with him. Okay.